Hello, all you happy innovators out there. Sorry that I was shirking my duties last week. I hope that you can forgive me for that. I was a little under the weather, or maybe a lot under the weather. But I'm back in action, and I want to continue that discussion we were having about confusion and living in a time of confusion. And I'll tell you what, we're going to talk about something today that confuses me, okay? Um, so I'm not even sure I'm really qualified to be talking about it because there's a lot about this topic that I don't really know about and not really clear on, okay? There's a, a lot of confusion. But what I want to talk about is this thing called the Mandela Effect, okay? Now, when I first heard the Mandela Effect, that, that term, okay, I thought that it was a reference to that sign language interpreter that was at the funeral for Nelson Mandela. I don't know if you remember that. Um, <laughs> and if you don't remember it, I don't know how you could forget it because it was so strange and so weird when they had this sign language interpreter at the funeral for Nelson Mandela. And, you know, he's facing the camera and he's interpreting to the camera and to the audience in sign language what they're saying. Well, it turned out that this interpreter was just making hand gestures. He wasn't even doing sign language. And how he got there and what he was doing or whatever, I don't know. But I just thought that was so absolutely bizarre because, one, you know, how did this guy even get there? Two, you know, why wasn't he, like, yanked off the stage and, you know, dealt with, you know? Didn't happen. And not only that, but... He stayed the whole day doing the wrong sign language, right? And nobody even said anything, really, until it was all over with. And then, you know, a few days later, everybody kind of just forgot about it. But I didn't. I thought it was really weird. So, when I heard people talking about the Mandela effect, that's what I thought they were talking about, okay? Like this goofball, fake person, you know, stepping up on stage and just totally taking the piss right out of the whole thing, you know? And that's not what they're talking about. Okay, so the, the Mandela effect is, as far as I can understand, okay, is a claim that a lot of people are making right now. There's like a movement on the internet dedicated to this thing called the Mandela effect. And from what I understand, basically what it is, is the claim is anyway that certain brand names certain things in movies certain uh, aspects of popular culture have somehow mysteriously changed or began changing uh, for instance like the Ford logo is slightly different now or the um, uh, Bernstein Bears is now spelled with an A instead of an E at the end, you know. Uh, Bernstein Bears instead of Bernstein Bears. And the claim is, is that somehow, somewhere, someone has messed with the time-space continuum and altered our environment, okay, by messing with the time-space continuum. Now, I'm not sure, like, when they're talking about it, I'm not sure if they're talking about, like, the CERN project where they're, you know, 
smashing atoms into each other and stuff or doing whatever they're doing or if it's like you know somehow somebody got a hold of the technology uh, maybe through Nikola Tesla you know to actually travel through time okay I mean as crazy as it sounds okay it doesn't matter what you think you know one way or the other because the point that I'm trying to make is is that now this is like another form of confusion Okay, there are these things um, that we remember from our childhood, things that were specific, you know, about movies and how things were said or done in movies or on commercials or on uh, products and the names of companies and all kinds of things that we remember from our youth that have now all of a sudden been altered or changed. And the claim is that it's happening because there's some kind of tampering with the time-space continuum. All right? Now, I'll be the first one to admit, okay? It's pretty interesting stuff, and it's really fascinating, and it's fun to imagine and to play around with those kinds of thoughts, okay? It's interesting and cool to think that, you know, maybe time travel is actually possible, you know, somewhere in a secret place, someone has figured out how to do it and they're actually doing it. Or, uh, you know, even just the mystery of why these things have changed. Okay. Now, the reason that I say that it's confusing for me is because I don't really understand the nature of it. I don't really, I don't care enough to invest my time and energy into figuring it out. Okay. But what I can say from my best estimations so far, uh, having delved into it in a very minimum, minimal level, okay, is that a lot of the time I think that these people that claim that something has changed like in a logo or something, I think they're wrong. I think their memory is not serving them properly, okay? most of the time. Not all the time, but most of the time. That's my opinion. And, you know, like when a company changes their name uh, or their logo or something, a lot of the time, I think, it has something to do with like trademark and licensing and legal issues with a name or a company or a trademark. You know, you Uh, A company is sold or bought out or whatever, and they have to legally change the name slightly without altering the brand too much, okay? And I think that most of the time, that is what is happening, okay? Not all the time, but most of the time. So let's say maybe I would guess uh, 95% of the time, it's probably very easy to explain away You know, for instance, why uh, the Ford logo has changed, you know, basic, simple licensing issues, or maybe it was just time for an update for their logo, you know, or uh, JCPenney, you know, being spelled, you know, P-E-N-N-E-Y, as opposed to back in the day when it was spelled P-E-N-N-Y. Somehow, somewhere, somebody added an E at the end, and now I, I... would guess or I would imagine that that just comes from legal things, you know, 
buying a company out and changing the name slightly without altering the brand too much where it's unidentifiable or unrecognizable you know it changes enough to be different but it's familiar enough to be recognized and that makes sense to me so having said that i mean that's really um you know a shining example of confusion you know in our modern times i think it's it is really confusing not only trying to figure out what exactly they're getting at or what they're claiming is actually happening but you know just the idea that yeah these brand names have changed haven't they or these certain things in movies have changed and we remember things differently than how they actually occurred and um i don't know I mean, is it uh, proof of time travel and messing with the time-space continuum? I don't know. Uh, Fun thought, but I'm not 100% certain about that. You know, it's just one of those things. Fun to think about. It's fun to think about. And, you know, I apologize because my description of the Mandela effect is probably not as concise as it could be. All right. But... If it's something you're interested in, hey, just Google Mandela effect and you're all set. Um, you know, another thing I want to talk about today, because I have a little bit of time to talk still, um, is I want to talk about this idea I've been thinking about a little bit. And, you know, I gave you that Singularity podcast where I was talking about... Um, Regret and abortion and those kinds of things, right? And I guess in all fairness, when I think about it, um, if I'm going to talk about the consequences of abortion and regret and those kinds of things, I should also talk about the women who decide to not have an abortion, okay? Now, um... While there probably isn't the same kind of regret, obviously, there probably is at least some level of regret in the sense that um, it's hard to do. Being a single parent and raising a child on your own is a very, very difficult thing to do. And even if you're not raising the child on your own... um, the fact of the matter is, is that nowadays, regardless, usually the mother and the father of any given family will both have to be working in order to make ends meet, right? And I'm bringing it up because, you know, I know a handful of people personally that are working women, they're working mothers, and they are married, okay? And I know some that are not married. And believe me, things are tough all over, okay? Um, nobody has it worse than the other. I mean, it's, it's uh, a tough go for everybody, especially nowadays. I mean, everybody is striving, as far as I can see. At least everybody I know is. You know, nobody's sitting high on the hog. Everybody's, you know, putting in a full day and working really hard to make ends meet. But I do have to talk about this, which I think is really interesting, okay, is that with 
the working mother, okay, or I should say the working mothers that I know, okay, um, they are enduring a certain kind of situation, okay, that um, is not abundantly clear when you look at things from the surface, all right? But when you dig just a little bit below that surface, you find out really quick that this strange thing is happening. Now, basically, okay, um, if a woman is working and she has children, there's obviously an entire industry devoted to daycare and those kinds of things, right? And I guess what I want to talk about is that trade-off that happens, okay? And I see this play out with a handful of people that I know personally, okay? There's this sense of, like, primal, okay, primal regret that comes with being a professional working mother and dropping your child off to some other person, a stranger sometimes, or maybe a family member sometimes, okay? And basically forfeiting the formative years with your child because you have to or you want to continue in your profession, okay? And this is a real struggle for a lot of women. Now, I know some women where it doesn't bother them at all, okay? But most of them, they have a really difficult time dropping their child off to some stranger. You know, they would much rather be um, fulfilling their role as a mother. Okay, but they find themselves in a situation where um, they don't have any choice. And it's in those situations where I see this play out the most, you know, where it's not so much a conscious choice to stay working and not be with your kid. They have to work. They need the paycheck. They need the money, you know, but... I can't help but wonder, um, you know, how this is going to affect these young people later on, you know, and how that plays out in the mother-child dynamic over the course of maybe, you know, 14 or 20 years, you know, like what kind of a price are they really going to have to pay? You know, I just can't help but wonder that, you know? And uh, I think it's it's kind of sad in a way to me. It's kind of fascinating at the same time, too, that these mothers are kind of like silently enduring this. It's not something that's talked about a lot, okay? But... It probably should be, you know, it probably is something that should be talked about more than it is, you know, this um, conundrum, 
you know, of having the natural primal desire to mother your child full time, yet wanting to pursue your career or having to pursue your career, you know, um, you know, and basically really, you know, it's one of those things that honestly, it doesn't affect me either way, you know, because I don't have children of my own and it's not a concern of mine. Okay. But it is a concern for a lot of the people that I know. And uh, it manifests itself in this really weird, interesting, and amazing sometimes uh, form of um, overcompensation. Okay? Um, Probably born of some kind of inner regret or guilt um, where these mothers who can't for one reason or another, fulfill their role full-time as a mother, they tend to overcompensate as much as they possibly can. Like when they have the child in their presence and they are able to fulfill their role, they go above and beyond, okay? So, at least from what I see, uh, you know, there are pros and cons to this situation, um, that are abundantly clear, no matter how you look at it. But honestly and truly, I can name a couple examples of women that I know that have actually been more successful as parents while they worked because they were overcompensating. Now think about that. That's pretty fascinating. All right. And you know, for a woman to be holding down a professional career and being able to successfully rear a child in a very healthy and wholesome way, that's pretty remarkable. That's a lot of responsibility. And I see and I know uh, a few women in my own personal life, my own personal experience that have managed to pull that off. And I guess uh, what I would want to say about that is, wow, kudos to them, you know, uh, because it's got to be a difficult decision, I would imagine. Okay, I don't know for sure because I don't have children of my own, but I would imagine that it's got to be a pretty tough decision to let go of your child and put them in the hands of a stranger when everything in you, like every fiber in your body is telling you to stay with your child, okay? And uh, to have to endure that and manage to pull it off successfully all the way around, you know, successful career and successful as a parent. Wow. That's something that we should tip our hats to, you know. So if you are a professional woman, a working mother, you know, who's holding it down both professionally and maternally, you know, uh, 
I tip my hat to you. And it does speak to this idea, though, of confusion, right? And maybe a little bit of regret, too, you know? But um, that doesn't always mean that there's a sad ending to the story, you know? Um, so there you go. That's really all I wanted to talk about today. Um, again, I apologize for not putting out a Singularity podcast last week. I'm sure you'll forgive me uh, if you even noticed <laughs> that I didn't release anything. Um, but for now, this is Mike Bostwick from Pipe Choir Records signing off. And remember, folks, if you want to keep what you've got, you've got to give it away. Take it easy.